Are you ready to uncover the power within you? Are you ready to kick butt at life? Are you ready to get this party started? This is Shut Up and Grind. If it's about fitness, women's empowerment, personal development, small business marketing, relationships, Robert B. Foster is talking about it. Robert is a gym owner. He went from foreclosure to multiple six figures in 12 months. Helped thousands of women shed weight and inches while becoming more confident. And a six times gold medalist in the Transplant Games of America. Get ready for Shut Up and Grind. Here's your host, Robert B. Foster. Happy Veterans Day, everyone. This is Rob Foster here, host of Shut Up and Grind with yours truly. So joining me today is Allison. Say hi, Allison. Hi. <laughs> All right. We'll get to Allison in a second. So if you have not tuned into this show before, we keep it, We call I call it Meet Now, M-E-E-T. It's motivational, educational, entertaining, and transformational if you apply what we teach you today. So today we're going to talk about getting clarity in your life, mastering your mindset in life and in business. And Allison and I are going to have a discussion about that. We're going to share our expertise, mostly her expertise. I'll chime in bits and pieces here and there. And uh, Allison actually helped me a few, few months ago, went to go, go visit her because I was stuck between multiple lanes and she helped me narrow down into uh, to what I'm doing now. So I can verify that she knows her stuff and you're going to get a lot of value out of this conversation today. All right. So Allison is a mindset mastery coach for entrepreneurs and change makers, as well as a speaker and a best-selling author. So some pretty solid credentials you have there. So you ready to dive in? I'm ready. All right. All right. So, so first is what made you choose this profession? So I didn't choose this profession. This profession chose me. Oh, good answer. Good answer. I have evolved into this uh, over years and years of just being devoted to growth and being my best self. Okay. Going way back uh, in my 20s, I was a therapist. And uh, that led to a journey of transformation when I realized therapist was being a therapist and therapy was not the be all end all of how you could live your life to the highest potential. And I started to study transformation and coaching and loads of things that are way outside the therapy box. And I went through some very hard times of my own. And I started applying all these things that were outside of the box and really learning about how to focus in on what you really want and what your soul is saying to you and what's going to really fulfill you and how to really step into those unlimited possibilities that we're all entitled to. Nice. Great answer. Yeah. So as you, you know, mine's, mine's very similar being spending all that time as a restaurant manager and giving giving staff trainings and corporate trainings and just being up in front of people and just talking and educating and entertaining and just helping people become better versions of themselves. Like, and I didn't even know that was something I could get paid to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so as you said, it found you, when did you realize like, wow, I can make a career out of this? 
So my practice actually just naturally evolved into this. And of course, there's, cho there's choices along the way, but it's about paying attention to the signs and what really feels right to you. Because I went sort of from therapist to coach to business coach, right? And, but it was because I was paying attention to what was going on. You know, I started to realize, wow, if I can help people, you know, with issues that they've been struggling with for decades, really make a big change in a month or two, right? What can I do for people who are, all the people who are really motivated to do this, right? Yes. So, so I started to notice my clientele was changing and I was attracting more entrepreneurs and more, you know, change makers and more people who are in uh, higher levels of, um, of work. So, and I started to notice, I was like, you know what? I think this is who my work is meant for. And I myself was doing a lot of investing of time and money into my own business. And I was working with some very top coaches. I learned a lot of things. I felt like I got an, an MBA in business in a couple of years. <laughs> I, I, I for sure spent what I would have spent on an MBA. And, I feel the um, same. <laughs> yeah. And I, um, yeah, it, everything just happened naturally. I was just, the, the trick was that I was paying attention and I was working on my mind in my consciousness in this process. And that is where you get a lot of your clarity. Yes. Very, very true. Very true. So for, for me, like I was, I was an athlete pretty much my entire life. I, I think I can remember back as far as six years old doing stuff. And, you know, there's a certain discipline when you're an athlete, when you're, yeah, I want to brag, but you know, like when you're an elite athlete, <laughs> so like this is, there's a, just a certain level of discipline. And I feel that that transferred over into business and just even when I was regular working, just working a regular job and then into business, like that driving energy is there. What do you say to someone who maybe doesn't have that type of inner drive? They're stuck, they're stuck in a job that's unfulfilling to them. They kind of think they want to do something, but they're afraid to make that leap. I would say, look at your patterns, find out where you're stuck what is it that you're doing over and over and over again that is not making you happy and look at why you're doing that. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah. Like most times the answer is right in front of our face and we just trip over it. Like I say all, all the time when people say, Oh, it's so hard to do this. It's so hard to do, to do that. Like it's actually not, we make it hard. So as you know, in the gym, telling people, you know, drink 100 ounces of water a day, like, oh, my God, that is so difficult. Like, and I posted a meme the other day, but people can go to a bar and suck down eight beers like it's nothing. <laughs> you know? so, so it's just a matter of choice. So translating that into business. So a lot of business owners get stuck in your experience. What do you think are the top reasons why they get stuck? Uh, the first reason is mindset. Because mindset is the foundation of your business, but not everyone's conscious of that. Mm -hmm. So chances are whatever problem you're having in your business, mindset is feeding into it in some way, shape or form. Okay. Now, do you think lack of clarity and vision is playing a role in that? Oh, that's part of mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yeah, like I just wanted to differentiate just because people hear mindset all the time. 
And so I've, I've gotten away for the most part from using that term. And I'm focusing more, more on vision because I think as people are more dialed into what they actually want, it can kind of help the mindset along the way. Do you agree with that? Yeah. It, it, it can, but there's just so much going on in your mind that people are not paying attention to. Yeah. 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 So, so what, what are some, some of your best practices? Oh, some of my best practices. Well, I work with people. I sort of tailor make, you know, uh, my programs to fit people, but yeah. some of the really common things that I see people dealing with are, you know, fears. And a lot of times they don't even realize that they're dealing with fears. Um, there's so much going on in your subconscious. We have 70,000 thoughts a day, right? Yeah. So that's about one per second. And we're not conscious of 95% of those thoughts. Yeah. So, and those are thoughts that are the, actually the most repetitive are the ones that are oldest and the ones that are causing us the most suffering. Yes. Yeah. So we have that background going on in in our mind all the time it's sort of secretly it's sort of like the secret movie playing in the back of our mind all the time yeah. and that is what gets in the in the way of things like clarity and vision and being able to move forward there's all this stuff going on there's all this silent noise happening yeah. that is holding people back and they don't even realize so now i know there's privacy laws but are you able to, to give some some examples oh yeah 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 oh okay yeah. All right. So, so like just what, just what things in, in your experience, like what are some of the biggest things that, that you're hearing that's holding people back, like specifically? Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in terms of people's inner critic, right? There's a lot of, a lot of the imposter syndrome, uh, right? So a lot of people feeling like, which imposter syndrome, I break it down into five elements, which is I don't deserve, I'm not worthy. Uh, I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified, yep. and um, I don't belong. Yeah. Right. And yeah. when you put those five constellations together, that makes up imposter syndrome. Everybody at some point in their life are going to deal with at least a few of those elements while yep. they're in business, right? And that's because of the way the mind works. The way the mind works is that it looks for past information to let you know how the future is going to go. Yeah. Right. And we've all had moments where we've thought, I don't deserve it. Right. Because somebody told us we didn't or we're not worthy because something happened and we drew that conclusion. Right. Maybe we yes. were five years old and, you know, we didn't, you know, we couldn't get the ice cream cone we wanted. And we <laughs> drew the conclusion that we weren't worthy. And it sounds ridiculous, but this is what really comes up for people, believe it or not. Oh, no, I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it 100%. And um, what you said too about other people saying that you can't do it. That's huge. I hear that. I hear that so, so much. And I really haven't even fully started coaching yet. But just from listening to people, whether it's in the gym, if I'm walking in the store or a mall, and you just hear someone say, I want to do XYZ, and then someone else will try, oh, that's just stupid. And then they end up suppressing their own their own wants, because somebody else who's not even in the field is telling them that it can't be done. Right. And that's where it's so important for us to do our own work so that we're not affected by that. Yes. We have to be solid within ourselves so that all the naysayers are like, we're like, yeah, okay, uh-huh, whatever. You go back and you be, you, you naysay yourself. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going to be moving forward. Goodbye. Yep. 
Exactly. Like part of my my seven step process, I think it's process number four, is assessing your support system. And, and, and it's huge. And like, that doesn't mean you have to cut people out of your life. It just means that you don't discuss what I'm doing with those people. And I think a lot of people struggle with that because they're like, you know, they don't want to hurt someone's feelings or they don't want to make someone mad, but they're holding themselves back from the life that they want to live. Yeah, well, there are some rare circumstances when you will have to cut people out of your life. Yeah. Because it's just too intense or too toxic or too much of an energy suck. However, yes, I totally agree. You need to set healthy boundaries. And most human beings are not good at that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's the power of no. Like people are so afraid to say no. And Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, I gave the kidney to my sister and when I was 38, so 2011, and for whatever reason, I think I, well, probably because they took an organ out of me, but I felt my mortality. And I, and I decided then, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do anymore. And in the beginning, you know, people would give me pushback and stuff. But just now, I just think people just understand now. It's like, if, it, like, if I don't want to go to whatever you're inviting me to, like, I'm not going. And saying that, that word, it's, it's very empowering because now you're, you're free to do what makes you happy instead of going to do something else with someone else that's not going to make you happy. Absolutely. And that's where our old programming comes in, right? Because when you're a kid, you're a kid, you're taught like be the nice boy, be the nice girl, mm. don't hurt anybody's feelings, be polite, right? Yeah. And that doesn't get you anywhere in business and it doesn't get you anywhere in your adult life for the most part. <laughs> true. <laughs> it's very true. Cuz when you are nice, other people take advantage of you. <laughs> and that's yeah. how it is or you just drain your energy yep yep you drain your energy you put yourself on the back burner because you're so busy pleasing everyone else while you're falling apart exactly yeah yep not good all right so for business owners so my mindset is obviously a huge one but like what what other reasons are there why business owners get stuck Well, there's a lot of reasons. I think there's a lack of clarity about what people really want to do and what they feel called to do. You know, Mm. I think there's, I think there's a lot of people who kind of get a good idea and want to run with it rather than really tuning in to who they are and what's going to set their soul on fire. Yeah. So true. I tell people what makes you glow. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what you want to do. Cause like when, when you're talking to people and I was like, yeah, I did X, Y, Z. And then you'll hit the right button and they will just light up. Like, you know, the, the posture, like they'll sit up some and the eyes are glowing, they're smiling. I'm like, see that right there is what lighting your soul on fire is. And like, you got to tap into that and do that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So when we're working with helping people get out of it, like I said, I, I have a seven-step process. So do, do you have a, a particular flow that you take people through? Yeah, I mean, it's unique to everyone. But, you know, generally, obviously, we, we identify what's going on. And a lot of times it's much deeper and more in-depth than what people think, right? Yeah. And oh, yeah. then what we do is we figure out a way so that these issues that are coming up never come up again, yeah. right? So I have a number of really powerful processes that we go through so that you're not just manipulating these blocks, you're totally being done with them. Yes. And then we need to figure out what you do want and create 
the mindset that is going to get you where you want to go. It's going to take you to the next level. It's going to help you build your empire. It's going to help you do all the big things that you're really here to do. Yes. See, and that's an example of, you know, just like everything about you changed as you were talking about that. <laughs> you know, it's good stuff. So it's like when you watch the replay back, like you'll be able to see it, to see it yourself. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Yeah. So like with, with, with mine, like I always start with, I call it the pain assessment. And, you know, that's a, a hard look at where you currently are and then what it is you actually want. And then we, we go in, into excuses next. So how do you deal with people who are excuse makers? So we figure out where the block is that's causing the excuse and we get rid of that block and the, and the excuse is gone. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Straightforward. Yeah, so do you find... Hmm, let me see. I want to I phrase this properly. So do you find... Working with, I don't want to ask that question. <laughs> ah, screw it. Let's do it. Do you find men or women more difficult to deal with when it comes to excuses? I think they're about equal. Okay. I, think they, they, I, th I think that they're pretty close. They're pretty close. Yeah. Um, different types of excuses, mm -hmm. but I think the human condition in general is very good at excuses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I agree. I would say 50-50, just I feel in working with women, the excuses are more family related, you know, like the time time with the kids and after school activities. I feel like a lot of the men's excuses, and again, this is just in my experience, they're just more ego driven. You know, like, well, this this is what, what I was taught. This is what I want. I want this color. I want this here. You know, it's just more like, this is my territory. Stay out of my territory. Yeah, the, you know, and these are all things that come up at the beginning when you start doing your mindset work. What's, what I, one of the things that I love about this work is that the more, the, more of the, the more of the mindset mastery work we do, the less these things actually come up. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so, so when you're dealing with those issues, you're, you're just at the starting point. Yeah. Right? And the further you go on, the less you're gonna hear those kinds of excuses because that's just the nature of working on your, on your mind and mastering it. So yeah. that's one of the fringe benefits. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's like that one's the second part part of my, my process. So yeah, it's, de it's definitely addressed early. And then, so for me, when it comes to goal setting, I have, I call it casting the vision, creating the goal, the, um, yeah, creating the, uh, the actual goal and then creating a success plan. So like I break it up into three different steps. I'm sure everyone's heard about, you know, the smart method, which, which is good. Like, like it's solid, but I feel that when people do it, it's too vague. So when you have people set goals, what, what's your strategy for helping people get crystal clear on what they want to do? Well, the first thing is that we have to figure out, well, we have to really let go of sort of everything, right? Yeah. We have to get into that blank slate state and really think about, you know, what excites you, you know? And you, we also have to think about your skill set and, you know, what you're good at. What have you been leaning toward? What did you love as a kid, right? 
that is a huge indicator a lot of times, you know? So for instance, it's funny, when I was a kid, I wanted to be the first woman president. Oh, <laughs> right? <nice. laughs> so what do I do now? I work with people who are in sort of leadership positions, yeah. right? So there's a lot of um, truth in those early years that you can find that if you reconnect with it, a lot of those things still let you up. And to some degree, you have developed some amount of skill set that's going to help you to move forward with those. And maybe you'll need to do some more work on yourself in terms of developing that skill set that you really want to be sharing with people and, um, you know, ser providing service for in your business. But uh, that's the direction you want to go in. Yeah. Yeah. And so what people don't realize, too, that the mindset is yours. Right? It's yours. You own it. And, but but yet it's kind of like I'll use fitness as an example. So people know if you eat right, you drink enough water, and you exercise, you can maintain optimal fitness with those three things. But yet we want to wear aluminum foil wraps, and we want to drink these shakes, we want to take this cleanse, we want to buy this ab roller, and everyone's waiting for the next great thing to come out. And they're like, Rob, I need some advice. <laughs> like, eat well. Drink enough water, exercise. <laughs> it's like, it's that simple. <laughs> and mindset's the same thing. It's like, if you have something that you want, do what it takes to get it. Like, I don't understand why that's such a hard concept. <laughs> right. And I think one of the reasons why is because there's so many things in the way of people's clarity. And there's so many things in the way of people really realizing that it's possible. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Like when I first wanted to become a trainer, I took a job at the YMCA and the director was showing me around and the general manager com comes out and she's like, oh, this is Robert. He wants to become a trainer. And he looks right at me. He's like, you don't want to be a trainer. I was like, there's no money in it. And I immediately quit that job. Like immediately, like I hadn't even filled out any paperwork yet anyway. So, but I was like, nope, like I, I can't work. Like if that's going to be my direction, like I can't work here. And so not having a college degree, you know, I did what you did and I traveled around and I went to so many different conferences and learned from some of the top marketers, the top fit fitness experts. And I learned from people who are making it happen, you know? So what's your advice to people that maybe they're in a situation that they don't want to be in, maybe they have this side passion, but they're afraid to see if that can really blossom. Because I, I dealt, I dealt with that at first too. When I started training in my garage, I was still working as a manager, making a decent salary, benefits, and and all that. So it was tough to like really dive in until I lost that job. Once I lost that job, I dove all in. <laughs> but when you have that security but you know you're really not happy and you want to move in a different direction? Well, I think there's two things that come up. First, uh, what's standing in the way from you believing in yourself mm -hmm. right? and believing that this is possible, right? And that's sort of the inner, that's sort of the inner work here, right? Yeah. Is about really getting truthful with yourself and saying, is there inner work that I need to do to really get in tune with uh, why I'm having doubts if this is possible. Yeah. And then the external piece of that is 
you know, talking to your audience, you know, whatever it is that you're interested in doing, have some conversations with people. Hey, does this, you know, does this sound like something that would be cool? Like, and, mm. and don't bring up, I want to do it because yeah. then it becomes a whole different conversation. Yeah. True. You can kind of test the waters, right? Put out some Facebook posts. Hey, if this was available to you, would you like it? You know, is this something you'd invest in? You know, yeah. questions like that. Test yes. the waters. Yeah, it's a great idea. Like I, I do it, I do it per- periodically. Hey, hey, moms, what's stopping you from your fitness goal? Then you take that information and say, okay, I can make up content about these topics because that's exactly what what they want to hear. But now, one other part to this too is that a lot of people don't have an audience dialed in. Well, that is, you need to build an audience, and that will happen once you get clear on your message. So that's why the first step is see, you know, you're testing your message, right? You're saying to people, hey, how would it sound? How does it sound to you if XYZ was offered to you? Would you like that? Yes. And you want to ask a lot of people, not just your five closest friends, right? You want to ask, (laughs) you know, you want to be putting out Facebook and Instagram posts and saying, hey, what do people think about this, right? And get outside of your network, go in a Facebook group, right? And say, hey, has anyone ever tried this before? Has anyone ever heard of this, right? Does this sound good to anybody? And, and, and see if people's ears are perking up. And yep. then once people's ears are perking up, or if they're not, then you know you're not on the right track. Yeah, right? <laughs> true. <laughs> once people's ears are perking up, that's when you can start growing a following, right? Because that's when you can get on YouTube and start talking about it. YouTube is an organic platform where you can, uh, anybody who's, you know, in that doing a search on YouTube is able to find you if you know how to get recognized through the algor- through the YouTube algorithm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like this, uh, this group called the virtual stage challenge. I did one post in that group and I have my podcast booked through March <laughs> all from one post. <laughs> it's insane. I had to add the second day. I was like, I didn't change it on on here yet. It just says Wednesdays at 11, but now I'm doing Sundays and Wednesdays because the, the response was overwhelming. You know, so it's like, I agree. You got to get get the right word, but you got to get the right message into the, the right people. Right. You know, and, then, and from that one post to I'm speaking in five virtual summits and on maybe a dozen other, other podcasts, like, but from one post, <laughs> it's like everything just skyrocketed so it's good stuff it's good stuff so again I want to so we're in the middle of a pandemic and a lot of a lot of people are struggling so what are some ways that people can generate an additional stream of income I don't know if this is your area of expertise but just wanted to get your uh get your thoughts on that well there's really a lot of ways Mm -hmm. you know there's I mean it really depends individually what what feels doable for you. I mean, there's there's the simple things, right? So like you can, there's all kinds of apps where you can um, get a little extra income. If you have some skills, you can jump on Fiverr and make some money, right? Oh yeah. If you, um, you just, know- Just explain what Fiverr is for the people that don't know. Okay, so Fiverr is a freelancer website where freelancers charge like pretty reasonable prices and then you just give a little chunk to Fiverr and they, uh, you know, they pay you. And there's 
a lot, a lot, a lot of traffic on Fiverr. Um, I've used Fiverr quite a few times. Me too. And uh, they do things like anything from editing videos, translating uh, content into different languages. Um, they'll help you fix your website. You know, there's just a ton of skill sets that a lot of people have that they could potentially get on Fiverr and get some work. I was listening to a Gary V video yesterday and he said, you know, he's like, I'm so sick of people saying that they're struggling. He's like, it's so easy to make money. He said, you can go down to the locals, the local apparel shop, buy a few things off the clearance rack, list it on eBay at a higher price, and you just made a profit. He's like, if you do that a couple hours a day, every day, he's like, you'll make thousands of dollars. <laughs> you know, it's like, sometimes it's that simple. And if that's so true. I know someone who flips clothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like my, my mom does a uh, yard sale and that's pretty much what, what, what is she goes around to other yard sales, buy stuff. And then she's awesome. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, it's not as complex as pe people think it is, but myself included, even when I was starting this podcast, thinking, you know, you watch someone like Joe Rogan, it's like, you know, Joe Rogan's internationally known and, he's got this and like, how, how am I going to compete with that? And then, then it's like, I reached out to a, a, a friend of mine I met in a different group that I know he had the podcast too. And I was like, how do you get, how did you get this going? And he's like, oh yeah, you just go, go to this site. It's free. He said, you know, have a good microphone and you talk. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. I was like, well, how do, how do you get the apps? Like, how do you get it on Spotify? He's like, oh no, the software does it for you. It's like, seriously? <laughs> he's like, yeah, you just upload content and just put it out. I was like, all right then. So I spent a hundred and some odd bucks on, on this microphone and just here I am. <laughs> like it's that simple. I think a lot of times we overcomplicate it. For sure. For sure. Yes. All right. So you are an author. Let's talk about, about your book or books. Okay. So pick one, whatever you, which, whichever one you want to discuss. So my, my published book is called The Grief Cure, and um, the name is uh, a little deceiving because it's actually about how to use grief as a tool for transformation. Okay. Because um, one thing that I've learned on my journey is that whatever it is that you're going through, it's actually a tool for transformation. Okay. Whether, um, no matter how bad you think it is, <laughs> or, um, no matter how challenging it is, no matter how hard it is, there are there's gold there there are gems and if yes. you know how to work with that that can be a catalyst to move you forward yes it's called your mess is your message <laughs> you know but getting people to understand that is the hard part it is because our human mind is designed to want to say everything that doesn't feel good is bad yeah. <laughs> yep so true so true. So getting people to break through that, I mean, I know it goes back to, to the mindset, but I think, uh, I mean, it, it's tied in too, but it has to deal with belief. Like people ha have to believe that they can actually do what it is that they want to do. That is true. Obviously that, I mean, that has to come first, right? Because yeah. if you don't think it's possible, you're just not going to take any steps forward. Yes. Yeah. I say you have to see it. You have to feel it, then you can believe it, then you can go get it. Right. Yeah, that's that's my my four-step process because I know I've said this before. I've always wanted to be a speaker, always. 
how I how I landed in the restaurant business for 20 years, I have no idea. But I've always wanted to be a speaker. And I, my mom says that she doesn't remember this, but I remember it clear as day. I was out, out in the backyard. I grew up in the woods. So I'm out in the backyard. There's trees everywhere. Got a stick in my hand. The stick is my microphone. And I was just preaching up a storm to the trees. And my mom, my mom's up on the deck and, and she's like, boy, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm motivating the masses. You know, like that's just always something I've wanted to do. But it's one of those things where it's like, do I need a special skill? Do I need a degree? You know, do I have to know someone who knows someone? It's like, no, you just reach out to places. Like, do you need speakers? If they do, they'll say yes. If, well, yes, what do you speak on? Like, it, it's so simple. It's insane. <laughs> but yet in our minds, we complicate the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Exactly. <laughs> yep. All right. So back to your book. So like what, what, what kind of t- takeaways can, can people get from it? So my book um, is really, it's about being able to take a painful situation and realizing that you have the power to use this and make your life better than it's ever been. Yeah. Right? Yes. It's all about the steps and the tools and the perspectives you need in order to do that. All right. Share, share, share one of the steps, if you don't mind. Just one. Sure. Give a little, give a little uh, teaser. Yeah. Well, the first step is to uh, know and believe that you have the power to heal and transform. Yes. Yes. Like, I'm actually sort of working with some, someone now. It's been like a year and a half. And just getting her to believe that, you know, she's gone through some stuff over the years and just trying to trying to get her to buy in that the mess is your message. It's like you can package what you've been going through and you can help other people who have gone through going through stuff like and, and that's in turns. It's going to help you heal because you're seeing other people and you're the strong one now and you can help them get through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's a tough thing. Go ahead. No, oh yeah, I, I'm just agreeing that, yeah, it's, there's a lot of challenges. There's, a, I mean, that's what life is. Life is about growing and expanding. And as long as you're growing and expanding, you're going to have challenges. They're necessary for growth and expansion. And that's what people forget. Yes. People forget that it's natural in life to have difficulties and challenges because we are meant to grow. That is our nature. Yes. You're just coasting along and everything is going easy and well and you're comfortable. You're not doing life. Nope. And what's going to he- end up happening is life is going to come and hit you on the head with a baseball bat. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. In my my last podcast on Sunday, he had said pr- pr- pretty much along those same lines. He said the person that's rock bottom has a better chance at growth than the person in the middle of the pack that's content. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. like that 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 was a great example. And I always say it, it's like pain. Like if you have a pain in your arm and it's like, eh, I can deal with that. And then as the pain grows, as it grows, as it grows, and now it's unbearable. And now is that's when you go to the doctor, when it's unbearable. So people who are comfortable, like they're the hardest ones to convince that there's better stuff out there. But someone that's just eking by is <laughs> like, hey, there's a better way. Really? What is it? It's like, they're, <laughs> it's like they're, they're all in. Whereas the person that's content, they're, they're, they're skeptical. Like, oh, is this real? Is this a thing? Can I really do this? And that's when you get bit by the excuse bug. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, com- I totally and completely agree. Yes. 
All right, speaking events. So you've done many speaking events, right? All right, along along the, the lines of these same topics. Yes. Yep. Okay. And so, did did you ever get caught off guard at any any of your speaking events? Like, did someone ask you a question that like you weren't ready for? Um. Not that I can recall, but on, on occasion, what has happened is they asked me a question and I can't think of the answer off the top of my head. Mm. Uh, or like I, like, I know the answer, but it's like a little bit in the back of my brain. Yeah. So, you know, I, um, you know, I, I generally just spit out whatever comes out of my mouth. And if I need <laughs> to, I refer back, you know, yeah. I'll, say, I'll say, you know what, I'm going to expand upon that. So come see me after this and I'm going to expand upon that for you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because like, because <laughs> I'm finding that there's always that that one person <laughs> that's kind of trying to throw a curveball <laughs> in the mix. But um, so how how long have, have have you been doing speaking? Are you talking about speaking in terms of speaking about what I want to speak about, or just speaking in general, like for work related things and that sort of? Let's do both. So all in all, and then professionally. Okay. So I've been giving presentations since approximately 2003. Okay. In the sense that I used to work uh, at, um, I used to work for a nonprofit and I was part of a contract where we would make presentations to the housing authority. So I used to make presentations to the Providence Housing Authority at Chad Brown and a couple of the other locations, Hartford Park. Um, I used to do presentations at the Federal Hill House things of that nature, but it wasn't my material. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I did that for several years. I also uh, worked at another nonprofit where I used to do other presentations uh, for, for clients and things of that nature. And eventually, let's see, going, I think when I really started to present my own material was around 2015, 16. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pre I'm pretty much in that same boat. Like I, I started doing presentations in the mid 90s and you know, just with the restaurants and stuff. And then I got my first formal training in 2007. And then I actually joined that, that speaker boot camp back in 2017. It was again, when I was, my eyes were opened up to what's really possible. It's like, wow, it's like, uh, this is a whole different ballgame <laughs> out there. But the thing that I love about it is helping people kind of like in the gym when, when people come in and they're out of shape, they have no energy, they're eating like crap and then just watching them transform. And then on just the, the life end from when you start your, your talk till the end of the talk, just, just watching people just hang on your every word and just watching them have those aha moments and those breakthroughs. Like that's such an amazing feeling. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about transformation and I'm all about helping people to know that transformation and unlimited possibilities are possible. And when they have those, you know, breakthroughs in, you know, in my talks, my offerings, um, yeah, that's the best of the best. Nice. That's great stuff. All right. So anything that we didn't cover that you want to discuss? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. All right. So you had discussed your, your offering. So what do you offer? So I offer one-on-one -on -one right now, and I have a group program that I'm going to be offering. Uh, it's most likely going to be starting in January. 
and it's designed to help entrepreneurs really level up, really take things to the next level. I did a lot of research to even just uh, help design it and finding out from entrepreneurs what they are struggling with in terms of mindset and help them to really get that clarity so they can power level up and start building their empire and, or keep building it if they already are. Yeah, nice. So that that just answered my next question. Like, are you working with startups, people in the middle and kind of struggling or, or established entrepreneurs that just want to go even further? I'm working with people who want to have global impact Okay. People who want to create positive world change, people who want to raise consciousness, particularly. Nice. Those are my people. Nice. See, and like back a little while ago, when I said a lot of people they don't have their audience dialed in, it's like what you just said. Like that's a perfect example of having your audience dialed in. You know, like with mine the name of the podcast is shut up and grind, you know? So it's just those people. I mean, cause I went through it myself. Like I had to just shut up and put the work in, you know? And that's why I wanted, to, I wanted to name it that. And it's funny cause 10 years ago on blog talk radio, I actually had a show back then called shut up and exercise. <laughs> and so, so like I was going to start it with that, but I wanted this to have a bigger impact than just fitness, like helping people fix their mindset can fix so many other areas in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, it can fix relationships, it can fix business, it can fix friendships, you know, relationships with parents or siblings. Like it can, it can go so far. And then people don't realize that they have the power to actually change someone else's life. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So if you could say one, one thing or one sentence to someone who's hearing this and they're like, I need to make a change for the better. What's one thing you, you would tell them? I would tell them to tune into their soul. What, what, is the, what is the inner truth that's happening for you right now? And start running with it. Yep, that, that, that's awesome. And mm-hmm. what I would say is, what do you want? It's like, just what do you want? Because I think those two feed off of each other. You know, so it's like, what do you want? Look deep inside. How bad do you want it? And then just start taking the steps to go get it. And if you don't know what steps to take, that's where they hire a coach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they, they go to some, someone like you, you know, just someone that's in that field that knows what they're doing and knows what they're talking about. Because too many times we go to our friends who are not in the field and don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> so, so naturally they're going to tell you, oh, that's not possible. You're chasing a pipe dream. Like when, when I lost that management job and I started doing, doing fitness, I mean, yeah, it was scary. I actually had to go on food stamps and stuff for, for a while, but I finished my, my certification. I started training in parks and in my garage and I started putting putting the, the right steps in to make it happen. And as you know, as far as we got with opening up the Amplex location, but it all started from, this is what I want to do. Like it was that simple, yeah. <laughs> you know? Tuning into that, that's that small voice inside. That's, and if you just get quiet and the more you turn in, tune into that still quiet voice, the louder it gets. And before you know it, that's all you hear. Yes. And people have to understand too, that the universe will clear a path for you. 
it's like you don't have to see it's okay if it's foggy you don't have to see the entire road you just have to get started right exactly yeah and that's another thing that people don't realize when you set setting an intention is powerful yes very very powerful um and you know we're energetic beings we're constantly sending out energy and giving signals of what we want the universe to bring to us yes yes and conversely if you if you're telling yourself that you've always struggled if you're telling yourself i can't do or things always go wrong for me it, that's what the universe is going to give you <laughs> cuz that's what you're putting out there exactly yeah mhm yeah like you've heard me say at the gym when people are like oh i'm afraid of getting hurt i'm like if you're afraid of getting hurt you're going to get hurt <laughs> it's, it's like you have to focus on the right form slow and controlled movements and you do the movements. I mean, do injuries happen? Yes. But if all you're focused on is getting hurt, at some point you're going to hurt yourself. It's just Absolutely. yep, you're going to bring it right to you. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. All right. So, how can people get in touch with you? Um find me on Facebook. I think is this being recorded live on Facebook? Yep, sure is. You can connect with me right here on Facebook. Uh, you can also go to my website alisonfrans.com. You can reach me on there. Um, those are probably the two places that I am the most and, uh, you know, Facebook and email, which is, you can connect to through my website. It's probably the two best. I'm also on YouTube. I'm on Instagram, but I hang out most probably on Facebook. Okay. All, all with, all with the same handle. Um, so my personal page is, uh, let's see, facebook.com slash Allison Franz. 11 mm-hmm. and my business page is facebook.com slash allison france one okay yeah no I, I gotta work on getting all mine uniform but when i when i opened them all like it wasn't it wasn't like a whole brand thing it was, they were just my personal pages <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. so yeah i got one's like this one one's this one one's that one and i just yeah. gotta get it to where it's just robert b foster done <laughs> yeah i try to I, I try to stick with ones it's a one it's an, or an 11 or yeah. just those are kind yeah. of like three patterns <laughs> that's good stuff all right well thank you for hanging out with us this morning thanks for having me of course of course all right so i'm gonna stop the live feed and then you and i can continue chatting if you'd like sure. all right so for those of you guys who tuned in thank you very much so you have allison's contact information if you're catching this on the replay make sure you go back from from the beginning there's a lot of great information on here and as always if you're stuck in a rut Quit the excuses, shut up and grind. Thank you for joining us. Oops, I hit the wrong button. All right, there we go. (laughs) You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Robert has over 20 years experience pouring his knowledge and expertise at many events in the service and fitness industry, as well as secondary schools and universities. He has a true passion for helping others break through the barriers that are holding them back. To book Robert B. Foster to speak or to reach out, go to robertbfoster.com slash speaks on Instagram at robert underscore b underscore foster on Twitter at RBF underscore fitness and on Facebook at Robert B. Foster. Till next time, shut up and grind.